who. No foolish heroics, if you please. Is. Dark Man. Hello, everyone. Hello, patrons. It is I, the Jstrom, and you are here for the first ever Jstrom commentary. That's right. I had this idea to give this gift to patrons, kind of something that would entice you to move up a level to $5 a month, maybe entice some listeners who aren't patrons yet to become patrons, to get this idea for a project I have, and that is to cover my top 10 favorite films of all time and do a commentary, but I wasn't sure what kind of commentary to do. Should I just talk during the movie and you guys watch the movie with me? But then I thought, what if they don't own the movie? What if I did something kind of like the Chuck series companion where I comment and talk as I'm watching the movie, you guys can hear the movie too. And maybe that would entice you to check the movie out. Well, I posted a poll on patreon.com slash landfill asking patrons what you would think standard commentary or running commentary with movie sounds included. And it was five to two. So I'm going to do the running commentary with movie sounds included. And my first film is one of my favorite films of all time, a film I love. And here's a hint. I'm going to read the box art. They destroyed everything he had. Everything he was. Now, crime has a new enemy. And justice has a new face. Whoa. Now I'm going to read the back of the box. Dr. Peyton Westlake is on the verge of realizing a major breakthrough in synthetic skin when a gang led by the sadistic Robert G. Durant obliterates his laboratory, burned beyond recognition, and altered by an experimental medical procedure. Westlake attempts to rebuild his laboratory and reestablish ties with his former girlfriend, Julie. But... His most challenging task lies within himself. Torn between his desire to create a new life with Julie and his quest for revenge, the man known as Darkman begins to assume alternate identities in this stunning, fast-paced action thriller from director Sam Raimi. That's right. Oh my god, guys. I'm the biggest Sam Raimi fan. It was so funny. I first became aware of Sam Raimi when my dad forced me to watch a rental of Evil Dead 2 Dead by Dawn on VHS. I didn't want to. I was being a wimp. I didn't want to watch a scary movie, but he made me sit through it. And I'm glad he did because I laughed my ass off. Evil Dead 2 Dead by Dawn is a great movie. It's hilarious. I Hey, maybe I'll do a commentary of that too. And I'm not sure what the format will be exactly with this episode. This is kind of the pilot episode where I'll figure it out. All I know is this. It has to be one of my top 10 favorite films, and I must own it on DVD. (laughs) So I'm going to play it on my computer and watch it and talk about it as it happens. Now, first, a little bit of uh, information. Darkman came out in 1990. I was one year out of high school. I worked at MJ Designs. And I was the world's biggest Sam Raimi fan because of Evil Dead. And I even uh, 
picked up an episode of Fangoria because it had information about Sam Raimi's new film. And in the article, he talks all about this new film he was making called Darkman. And there wasn't in much information. He said, think something like Phantom of the Opera crossed with The Shadow. And my like imagination went nuts. I was like, oh my God, that sounds awesome. Because I was a huge fan of The Shadow because there was a DC comic of it at the time based on the, you know, the pulp hero. And I, I was just like, holy shit. And so imagine when I first saw that art, that poster for Darkman, there he is standing there with a hat on. He's got bandages over his face. He's got a trench coat. There's flames behind him. And he's got his hand outstretched. I was like, oh my God, this movie looks so friggin' awesome. And I had no idea what it's going to be like. All I knew is that Sam Raimi was the director. And here's what I liked about Sam Raimi. First of all, I was never really a fan of Evil Dead 1 because it is scary as shit and it's really gross. It's really gory. And I see a lot, you know, it's got a lot of great Sam Raimi camera, kinetic camera and stuff. And it's neat to see because the inventiveness of the way he edited it and directed it and the camera movements. But it was a little too gross for me. Evil Dead 2... It's still gory, but in a more slapsticky way. It's kind of like the Three Stooges version of the first Evil Dead. And it's got such silly slapstick humor in it at the same time. That was more me. That was more... It's such a goofy movie. And the, the way the camera would go through windows and swoop around and the quick editing. I just immediately loved it. And I was... It, something clicked in my brain where like if I'm a director this is the kind of directing I want to do I love this kinetic visual style because I was also a huge fan of someone like James Cameron also but James Cameron he directs action completely different he doesn't do those bold camera moves so this was something new to me and the fact that he was going to do something that he described kind of like the shadow or Phantom of the Opera but with Sam Raimi's directing I my imagination was going wild. What is this going to be like? What is this going to be like? So it was all set to be released on August 24th, 1990. Super excited about it. I even had it written on the calendar at work. I wrote Darkman on the date on the calendar. And I remember so many people would walk by the calendar and they go, what the hell is Darkman? <laughs> oh man. And here's a funny thing. Liam Neeson plays Dr. Peyton Westlake, Darkman. But at the time, he hadn't done much. I didn't really know that much about him, of who he was. I remember when the movie was coming out, he, his credits included the Deadpool, which I didn't remember him in that at all. And he was in a movie called Suspect with Cher and Dennis Quaid. He plays like this mute guy, this mute homeless man. And I was like, ah, I kind of, maybe I remember him. I'm not sure. So this was like a big deal for Liam Neeson for me because I became aware of Liam Neeson because of this film. And I'll never forget it. It's all I talked about for a long time to friends at work and my dad at home. I'd even asked for the day off the day it came out. It was a Friday and I'll never forget. My dad came and woke me up. He goes, hey, 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 you want to go see Darkman? And I was like, well, yeah. And he goes, come on, we got to go. And I was like wait what time is it and it was like like something like 10 30 a.m 
And he goes, we're going to go see the first showing. And I go, I don't want to. We're going to go see it later. I got Ray to go and stuff. Ray's going to come with me and stuff. He goes, no, no, you want to see it? We got to see it now. And I was like, what the hell? You know, it totally like, but I was like, I know. I'll just go see it again later with Ray. So I was like, okay. So I had to do that whole ruse with my buddy where it was like, uh, hey, you excited to see Darkman? And I had already seen it, and I felt so dishonest, and I felt like a jerk. But it was my dad's fault, you see, guys. I couldn't turn down seeing Darkman. I don't know why. It's kind of stupid thinking about it now. Why didn't I just tell my friend Ray, hey, dude, I saw Darkman earlier with my dad. You know, just like I couldn't, I couldn't tell him the truth. And so I lived a lie for a while. But eventually I'd seen the movie like eight times, so it didn't matter. If I I didn't see that first one, because we saw it so many times. Here's the funny thing. When I saw Darkman, Universal and Warner Brothers was doing some kind of Looney Tunes anniversary thing. I don't remember why, but there was a short for Bugs Bunny where he's, uh, it's like Rocky and Muggsy, the gangsters, and he was outsmarting them. And I didn't think anything of it the first time I saw Darkman. I was like, yeah, whatever. Just get on with Darkman. But... When I went back to the theater to see it again, I thought it was funny because in the cartoon, Bugs Bunny is outsmarting bad guys, gangsters. And in a way, that's exactly what Darkman does in the movie. So it was totally perfect to have this Bugs Bunny cartoon before Darkman. And even now, when I watch Darkman, I think about that Bugs Bunny episode. I need to go back and find that episode to see what it was called. But I remember it had Bugsy in it. As I mentioned before, Sam Raimi directed Darkman. It was also written by several guys. Sam Raimi came up with the story, naturally. Chuck Farrar, Ivan Raimi, his brother, Daniel Golden, and Joshua Golden are also credited with the screenplay. I remember for one of my birthdays, my stepmom gave me the screenplay to Darkman as a present. And it was pretty cool. You know, it had the little gold clip binder clips in it and it was this big thick script and i forget i have it somewhere i remember it said like draft d uh like something like 15th revision or something i was like oh my god like this screenplay had been rewritten so many times it's insane and i remember an interview with sam raimi where him talking about the development process for the script took forever Universal kept having notes. They kept having notes, things over and over. And reading the script, here's the funny thing. I love the movie. I couldn't get through the script reading it on the page. It was so just monotonous with shots and stuff. It didn't read like a book, of course. It's a screenplay. But it was just something you couldn't read for entertainment. And I was kind of disappointed by that. One thing I noticed that, you know, lines of dialogue and stuff were different. And there was this whole subplot with the bad guy. Louis Strack is the bad guy. He's actually Louis Strack Jr., played by Colin Friels. He had a father in the story who he has assassinated so he could take over the company. Naturally, none of that is necessary for the movie so they cut it out but it's so funny that they wasted so much time in the screenplay with this character i wonder if it was like universal going well who is this bad guy maybe he uh, we show his journey like maybe his dad's in power or something yeah you can tell why they dropped that but one thing that's funny is larry drake 
of L.A. Law fame plays Robert G. Durant, the the main bad guy. Or I guess he's the henchman of Mr. Strack, played by Colin Friels. But he's the real villain of the thing. Him and his gang of goons... They're the ones who endanger Dr. Peyton Westlake, and he wants to get revenge on him. So Larry Jake's performance is really cool. He went on after this to play Dr. Giggles, for Christ's sakes. But uh, I knew him here as the guy from L.A. Law. So now he's playing a bad guy. Let's go ahead and start the movie, guys. I'm so excited. 1990's Dark Man by Sam Raimi, one of my top ten favorite movies. And I'll say this. I can't rank them, okay? It's just whatever movie I and I feel like doing, I'll do. But I don't know where it ranks on the top ten. Like, is it at nine, eight, five, whatever? Let's just do each of these movies as I do them, and I'll figure out a rank later. Really, it doesn't matter. It rotates. But this is one of my favorite movies of all time, mainly because of Sam Raimi, mainly because of the story. I really identified with poor Darkman. And I've always loved revenge stories, like Mad Max, how he gets revenge. I love that Darkman is a man who wants revenge from these awful people who destroyed his life. End of preview. Stay tuned for an announcement from the Jstrom. Hello, listeners. It is I, the Jstrom. And you've just listened to the first 12, 13 minutes or so of the first ever episode of the Jstrom Movie Companion, a new podcast I'm doing for patrons only for now for the $5 tier and more. So that means if you become a patron and you go to patreon.com slash landfill and become a patron for $5 a month, you will gain access to this special podcast that will not appear on the regular Entertainment Landfill feed for a whole year. Today is June 1st, 2017. The Darkman commentary will not appear on the regular feed until June 1st, 2018. Or, you know, June sometime. 2018. So what I'm doing is I'm doing my top 10 favorite movies of all time. It doesn't mean top 10 critically acclaimed movies. It means the top 10 favorite movies by me in my life, my favorite movies of all time, and I'm doing this cool kind of running commentary. If you've listened to the Chuck series companion, where I'm talking about the show and my favorite parts while also playing clips from the show, then you pretty much know the format. I will be watching the movie and commenting on it as I go, where it's basically a commentary in your head because you don't have to watch the movie along with me. But it would be cool if you also watch the movie in addition to the commentary. This is something special I want to do for patrons. Something you can't get unless you're a patron of Entertainment Landfill. It's a special incentive to get new patrons and even get those other patrons to move up a notch. Because what I'm trying to do here at Entertainment Landfill is grow Entertainment Landfill. More patrons. More support. And the show grows. I want to move the show to another plateau. Not just podcasting, but vidcasting. I want to convert a room in my house to the ETL studio. And to do that, I'm going to need funds. So you guys supporting the show, becoming a patron every month. And in addition to supporting Entertainment Landfill, you're also gaining access to special Entertainment Landfill shows. For instance, we have the 
ETL patron update every month, which I just started last month. There will be a new one this month. I'm starting the Jstrom Movie Companion, where I'm doing my top 10 favorite movies. In the past, I've done chapters of a book I'm writing called Dead Ahead, which I will hopefully be getting back to soon. And also other shows where Stephen and I have just turned on the mic, reminisced about old times at the frame shop. I've done an episode where I've talked to my dad, and I hope to do many more. So guys, how would you like to hear more of this Darkman show, or even the next one I do? Consider becoming a patron. Support Entertainment Landfill, that podcast you know and love, because we're building up to something great. And also, think about this. The last show we did was a return to Nowhere in Mulberry. How would you like that to occur more often? If we could get up to the $200 a month tier, that goal is for the return of Nowhere in Mulberry on a semi-monthly basis. That show takes a lot of work, but with $200 a month, it would help doing it more often, maybe once every couple of months. So consider that. You're not just supporting Entertainment Landfill. You're helping Entertainment Landfill grow and become even bigger over time. Do me a favor. Go to patreon.com slash landfill. Look at the different tiers. $5 or more, you gain access to the Jstrom Movie Companion Podcast, and there will be another episode coming out soon. I'm hoping to do it on a monthly basis, maybe a semi-monthly basis. It depends. I think the more feedback I get, the more motivated I am to actually uh, keep doing it. I'm really hoping you join me on this journey. So guys, I need your help. Help us grow Entertainment Landfill. And as always, I'll be doing ETL News. I'll be doing Movie Reacts with Stephen and Bill. But I'm hoping that you become a special part of the family, a citizen of Mulberry. One more thing I wanted to point out. When you become a patron now on the front page of patreon.com slash landfill, there's an audio RSS link that you can get. That is a link to all of the Patreon podcast. You put it in your pod feeder uh, on iTunes or whatever you use, and you automatically get these shows downloaded to your podcatchers. So that's a really cool way to get podcasts that we put out on Patreon. You don't have to go directly to the website to download them anymore. Uh, how does this work? I'm not sure. There's information on the website. I don't know how to do it myself, but uh, I'll figure it out. <laughs> I use the Podbean app. I don't know if there's a way to put an RSS link in there, but I will find out. So I just wanted to let people know about that. So guys, thank you so much for taking your time to listen to this excerpt from the first ever Jstrom movie companion of Darkman. And there's going to be many more, nine to be exact, hopefully. And I just wanted to thank everyone that is a patron already of the show and Thank you so much if you consider being a patron of Entertainment Landfill. Thanks a lot, guys. Now this is podcasting.